This is Bet MGM tonight. Join us for live sweats. Oh! Yes. Let's go, Kansas 80, That was a big balls three. Three minutes ago. Big balls three. Instant reaction. This is an unbelievable thing for me to see. My favorite team, my true favorite team. Less mistress, more side piece. And maybe a few regrettable decisions. Oh, he's got bust written all over him. Gutekind sucks. Jordan Edison ran a 5-3-40, and he's Tristis height. I'd take him. You know what you shouldn't have done? Bet on the Wizards. Yep. Now, live from Washington, D.C., it's Ryan Horvat, Trista Crick, and Nick Ashew. Speaking of those Wizards right now, my friend, you should have bet on them. No, I'm just kidding. They're down 10. They're going to lose. They don't play any defense. Tyler Hero's got 10 points. Nets up on your Bulls, 59-58 at halftime. Warriors up five on the Thunder in the second. We got all in-season tournament games tonight. Who doesn't love this? With the history, the storied history of the NBA in-season tournament, with the dully colored courts, not a lot of color on them, simple jerseys, rich history, very simple, traditional. No, none of those things exist. When you none left of those the room, true. Luke said, "What the hell's up with this mid-season tournament? It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard of in my life. I'd rather rip my eyeballs out than watch this product." Then in you fact, know what, Luke? Rip your eyeballs out. You know, I actually didn't say Sucks. that, but you know, I kind of agree with those comments. Though, so I kind of wish I did say. You're that. gonna love this yeah. down the road, guys. I What's believe. What's the reward? What's the reward? Uh, everybody I, gets honestly, money in a trophy. Let's be honest. That's all that it is. People, rich guys get more rich. Yeah, yeah. That's that's how it works. So you, they just want to make basketball relevant before Christmas. Yes, that's I exactly. See. And you know what? Here's, yeah. here's what I will say. I know it's easy. This is the way the world works, right? Everybody looks at something new, and they want to laugh, and they want to complain, and they want to say it's stupid. I remember years and years ago, back in my day, kids, when the uh, timeline first showed up on Facebook. People freaked out. They were like, oh, my God. I don't want to know what people are doing. I don't want them knowing. what." I Everything is yeah. a timeline now. Twitter, Instagram, yeah. it's all the same stupid thing. Everybody hated the change. I can remember when people hated uh, you know, al- alternate camera views in uh, in NFL games. I'm and, saying what? Because sometimes those could be good. You know what I mean? And sometimes those are still great. Yeah. I remember when people made fun of the play-in tournament. Well, guess what? Yeah. The play-in tournament's here to stay, and it's really great. So right now, everybody's going to sit here, and they're going to make fun of the NBA for trying this in-season tournament. But they're going to be the same people that will then complain because they'll say, well, the regular season isn't meaningful enough, and the guys don't care. Well, what do you think the NBA's doing? They're listening to you. They're saying, yeah, our guys don't care enough, and they don't play enough in the regular season. So we've created a rule to actually allow them to feel more obligated, let's say, to play regular season games. And we've made regular season games that much more important because we've created a tournament. This isn't a new thing. They do this in, what, Premier League and all these other yeah. leagues? Like this notion that everybody gets upset because they don't like the change, but then they want something to change. But then there's, like, it's just, people just love to bitch and complain, and I'm so tired of it. This may not, it's not an NBA championship, but you know what it is? It's going to create something that eventually will be tradition. The play-in tournament means something. This will mean something, too. Anybody complaining about this, then don't watch, because guess what? It's still at least better than what we had before, and they're trying something. And I always applaud the NBA for at least trying something. They're a progressive league that says, hey, let's have a draft before the All-Star game. 
Worked for a few years. You know what they're doing now? Going back to east-west again. They're trying different things. Some stuff sticks. Some stuff doesn't. Shut up if you don't like it. It's better to try something, and it's better to change things, damn it, than to sit here and leave it the same way over and over and over again, like the NHL, and never do anything about it, and then complain because people don't talk about our sport enough. Yeah. I'm so tired of that. Uh, The one thing, the only well said... (laughs) <laughs> maybe maybe the courts don't need to stick though. I don't know about the courts, I, and that's fine. Like this if looks like, like it's being played underwater. If this, you don't like the courts, I can I can this compromise looks like with it's you being on that. Played like on, on a candy cane. This is being played in hell. <laughs> and I can agree with you that some of the courts are a little bit much. They might dial them I'm back. Sure it looks a lot better in person too, though. The courts. Uh, you might be yeah. right. I don't At know. At the game, maybe. I don't know. It might hurt your eyes, like literally. I do agree, though. I do like the fact they are trying to make you know. Meaning meaningless basketball actually uh, meaningful. So yeah, I, I mean, mean, yeah, it is what it is. Like I'll take it on a Friday night. I wish I could indulge a little bit, but unfortunately, I have yeah. too much money tied up in the National <laughs> Football League. This weekend. I mean, we'll think about it. Baseball is 162 games. Too many. Uh, way too, way many. too many. Especially as a Cubs fan, 162. Too many. You're never say. going to cut <laughs> down on a league schedule. You're never going to have fewer games. Well, look at this. The Wizards watch party tonight in Boundary Stone out here in DC. I might have to show up. Maybe, Maybe uh, make an make, appearance. Make I got a little appearance pants. in there. You think I could go out in sweats tonight, Luke? Yeah. Do you see a lot of people out in sweats when you go out? Like yeah, if I should, not? probably not. I might have to hit up the boundary. No, no. If bar. you say joggers, then it's it's fine. Then it's style. You can't these, say sweats. These, these are more like sweats. These they are kind joggers. Of, yeah, these are these right. are like the comfies. Yeah. You know, you can those are what fit you like wear two Horvats in them. Yeah. yeah. Fit two Horvats yeah. in them. It's it's a Friday night edition. It's Friday night pints here. You know, it's it's boys' night out. We're just. Couple guys talking some ball, so yeah. I threw on the sweatpants. Tyler Hero, fried food. Tyler Hero, by the way, closing in on a triple double already. He's got twelve seven and seven. Having a hell of a year. And it's not even halftime yet. Early so. on here. All right, back to the NFL. Cardinals one and seven. We know kind of what this team is at this point. Dump. They're at the Browns. It sounds like Deshaun Watson is going to play. He was a full participant in practice. Browns are now ten point favorites in this. The total's still thirty eight and a half. So it's not like it ballooned a ton. It only went up about a point. But Cleveland was at a minus eight uh, before the Deshaun Watson news. And now they're up to a double-digit favorite. Clayton Toon likely going to make the start. Again, that's one of the seven rookies that could be starting this weekend in the NFL. God, that Browns defense, they're only allowing 163 passing yards a game, Ryan. They could make life absolute hell for Clayton Toon. Yeah, I just don't know what to do in this game, you know, because... Nothing, don't touch it. Just stay away. Unless you want to have some sort of defensive props for the Browns, man. I, t- I would not touch it. Maybe an under. I mean, because, like, I mean, Arizona's been a scrappy team. I think that might come to an end here soon, especially when you continue to pile up those losses. You know, a lot of the guys in the locker room probably going to figure, hey, we're not going to be here next year regardless. Is Kyler Murray even going to be there? Because he's healthy. I think Kyler Murray is ready to go. They yeah. don't want to play him, though, because they don't want to get him hurt because they want to trade him at the end of the season because they're going to most likely have a top three pick, meaning they're going to get Caleb Williams or Drake May or J.J. McCarthy, I really think they're whoever gonna, it is. I think they might keep Kyler, I think man. they move him, man, because I think that if but they wanted so to keep him, you could play him down. right now. Unless you just don't want to throw him to the wall. You don't want him to get hurt. Especially, you're not going to start him against the Browns defense. No, not against this Browns defense. Although, man, the Colts a couple weeks ago had some success. We'll talk about that later on. But, yeah, I didn't do anything with the side. I didn't do anything with the total here. There's a prop I like. I'm going to go with Amari Cooper. Uh, really small. This is one I just added. The number's 24 and a half. Longest reception. I like Ooh. 24 and a half here because the Cardinals are giving up 2.9 completions of 20 or more yards per game. The secondary hasn't been great. At least one has went 24 yards in every game against Arizona. And Amari Cooper's really right now the only deep threat for uh, Cleveland. He's been targeted 
right now, especially with P.J. Walker at quarterback. So if you look at the deep balls, 14 of the Browns' 29 pass attempts or 20 or more yards uh, have been to Amari Cooper, and he caught two last week against Seattle. You look at the Cardinals, they're giving up, man, 65% completion rate on throws 15 or more yards down the field. So let's go Amari Cooper, really small, over 24 and a half yards on the longest reception, and that's uh, plus money. That's all I got in this game. I I just I just don't even know what to make of Deshaun Watson coming that's, back, and that's like, the concern. Is he, yeah, like with him going, is he going to be able to to get it to him, or is it going to be PJ? Because here's the thing, Deshaun says he's going to play, says he feels good. There's no designation on him or whatnot. Yeah, I got to see it to believe it. Agreed. Like I I still have a weird feeling it's going to be PJ Walker in this game. He also hasn't looked <laughs> good at all in a Browns uniform. Really, is he going to make it all four quarters? Right. That's the other question. So <laughs> I'm just like in the back of my head. I'm 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 going like into this one thinking it's going to be PJ or it's going to be Deshaun. And what is he going to have after not playing the last? couple I mean, weeks? if they're smart, they run the ball a lot anyway. Considering Arizona, you know, allowing 130 rushing yards a game. I mean, they're not a good team against the run. The Browns put up 155 in their last three games. So, like, we've seen them run the football with P.J. Walker as the starter, and it's it's kind of held them over, right? They're like, okay, we got to figure this out. Let's just get the ball. And they don't even have Nick Chubb. Kareem Hunt's played well. Like, I mean, yeah. Jerome Ford played well when he was out there. Like, they've been able to find other guys to fill that gap. Clay Thompson just hit a beautiful buzzer beater <laughs> at halftime. 69-67, uh, Warriors up on the Thunder. In-season tournament game. See? Putting up a lot of points. Game matters, game right damn here. It. I mean, these are two fun teams. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. All right. Rams are at your Green Bay Packers, my friend. Right now, the Packers are three-point favorites. Another low total in this 38-and-a-half. I'm not touching anything here until I know what Matt Stafford's situation is going to be. Yeah. The big thing is... We know how bad Green Bay starts off games and how much better they are in the second half. Like, that's the difference for me. The Packers are a minus 59 in point differential in the first half, and they're a plus 43 in the second half. So the key for me here is if Matt Stafford's playing, I'm betting the Rams whatever the point total is, or whatever the spread is. I'm taking the Rams in the first half spread, and then Packers maybe, I don't know, Kevin... Jordan, I was say Kevin Love. Jeez, watching NBA. Jordan Love maybe figures it out. I mean, I don't know... He's thrown an interception in five straight games, man. I I really think this could be a one and done for him as the starter for the Packers. Yeah, I mean, I you can't believe it. I mean, he doesn't even have the uh, confidence of the general manager no. who drafted him while Aaron Rodgers was under contract for four more years. So, <sighs> so what happens? You don't have ownership. Hasn't been very good for Jordan Love. Also, hasn't been very good for Matt Lafleur. I was talking about this on the uh, latest version of uh, Curtin Long. So, there Jordan Love a couple weeks ago was a perfect nine for nine. On play action passes, barely used any. And what's crazy is you had a full week off uh, off the bye to prepare for Denver, right? And, like, there's two areas where you could attack Denver's defense. They can't defend play action passes, and they can't defend the deep ball. Jordan Love has been throwing deeper than any quarterback in the league until they played against the Denver Broncos, and then he averaged four yards per attempt, intended air yards, like, Nothing even over five yards yeah. in that game. They didn't use play action. They used it four times the entire first half. That's on coaching. That's on Matt LaFleur. So right now it's hard to trust Green Bay, but if it's Brett Rippon, Green Bay has to win this game, especially with that Rams offensive mm-hmm. line and Rippon behind center. He'd be the worst quarterback going this week. And Rashawn Gary just got paid 100-plus million. So I like him to have a sack in this game. The look I like, I played Aaron Jones to score an anytime touchdown at plus 120, and I'm going to take the rushing attempts over, and I'm going to take the rushing yards. I know I did it last week, and it didn't come home. Looks like finally he's ready to go. Matt LaFleur said today, 
ready to cut them loose versus the Rams. <laughs> so if the rushing attempts are nine and a half again, I think we, we get there at least by the third quarter. So Aaron Jones rushing attempts over Aaron Jones to score a touchdown in this game. And if it's Brett Rippon, I like Green Bay. Uh, to finally get a win at Lambeau Field. Cold weather, at least colder, windy conditions against mm-hmm. this Rams team with the backup quarterback. I know they have all those weapons, but uh, yeah. And then if I'm playing props for the Rams, I'm going to go over on uh, Puka. I'm going to stay away from Cup right now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stay away from Tutu, but I think this is a good matchup for Puka because there's going to be uh, no Rasul Douglas, your best second-best cover corner. He just got traded to the Bills, which leaves Jair on the other side. So it should be a huge, huge, huge game for Puka. Should we do a double or nothing on the costume? Then no, for, I'm not. Uh, the no, he's he he has to pay up. I'm not. I'm yeah, not just gonna, gonna give that. Yeah. Should we just, just make it. it worse? No, no, no I'm not gonna commit. Like I, I, I could see the Rams beating them. See, even he, with Brett that Rippen. was a one and done. I knew once we had it, we had That's our, a good spot. Yeah, when we had that's more about we the number playing than the with his confidence. No, we, yeah. we we sank our fangs into that one, and I knew we had him. That was more about the spot and the number than the Packers. Oh yeah, I don't want to spend any more. Why I I have no investment in Jordan Love in this game, except for he turns around, he hands the ball to Aaron Jones, hopefully ten times, and that might be the best strategy. Yeah, and that's it, and then we ding. That should be the strategy. Yeah, Packers zero and four against the spread too. Yeah, in this last zero and four against my eyeballs. Yeah, it's I mean it's rough. I get it. Speaking of uh, teams that you don't really want to watch, Commanders are at the Patriots. Three and five against two and six. I know you do. Patriots are a field goal favorite right now. Totals forty one in this. I mean, think of these offenses though, man. Commanders are thirty first in points per game. Or points allowed, actually, first. Yeah. And then the Patriots, the 31st in points per game. Uh, the Commanders' offense is hit or miss. I mean, you know they put up big numbers, obviously, against the Eagles. But you can also just give up a ton of sacks with that offensive line. You know me. I'm staying away from this because I just don't know what to make from this team week by week. But I'm also jaded, and it's emotional. So I'll only maybe dabble in a couple of props, and that's as far as it goes. I would maybe lean something Terry McLaurin, and then that's probably about it. But I just don't. I just don't know what to make of either one of these teams right now, other than the fact that the Commanders want to play well because maybe Bill Belichick will want to coach them. Next so year. if I'm betting the Commanders, I need the three. Yeah. And unfortunately, right now, the three is minus 120. And that's the only way I'm playing this game. For me, it's Washington or pass. I know mm-hmm. they just traded away Sweat, who I really like. Yeah. I know that they traded away Chase Young. But, but I man, will say this. They got a couple of guys in Casey Tuhill and James Smith-Williams that'll be it, that have actually gotten a lot of time out there, and this team played well on runs they've made in the past when they've actually been out there on the field. So they're not going to be flashy, but they're good, solid defensive ends to, or defensive linemen to put out there and fill the gaps. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, the drop-off Chase Young, I'm not saying he's just a name because he's actually having a pretty solid season, and the last time we saw him fully healthy was his rookie year, and he had a pretty solid season. I think he does more good in San Francisco than he does right now in D.C., yeah. though. Yeah. So you got willing guys. I'm more worried still about the secondary, the young guys there. So, um, but Patriots, man, do they really against anybody right now? A two and six, two and six football team. That's because the name. They're not three points better than anybody. Not against the Commanders even in this game. I still like the weapons on the offensive side of the ball. The Commanders, because of Ron, because of that coaching staff, who's probably not going to be there at the end of the year, they're still playing for something they at least think they are. Like, they were competitive against Philadelphia. And what I like about the Commanders, why I like them against Philadelphia, they throw the ball on early downs. It's not these inefficient halfback draws, leaving Sam Howell, you know, third and eight, third and seven, getting thrown to the Wolves. And uh, I think that's how the Patriots win this game is like they get constant pressure on Sam Howell, force him into some mistakes. I think the commanders are going to be able to move the ball a little bit in this game, too. I love the plus three. Mm -hmm. Don't love the price, but I like Washington in this spot. That's it for me, though. Howell's really good targeting the middle of the field, too, completing 75 percent of his passes in that spot. Yeah. Who do you who does that benefit in this spot? I was thinking about the same thing, man. I was 
I'd maybe go Lance Thomas, the like, tight end. I think this is a Terry McLaurin game, actually. But that's finally. McLaurin's already the one I said. That was the one. The only other one I'd say is maybe, you know, if you start maybe targeting tight end. Well, Thomas, the tight end. That's yeah. the only one you really want to go. Yeah. And so I'm with you on McLaurin. And then the only other. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't like the tight end number. So I would just do the yeah. 61 and a half receiving yep. yards for McLaurin. It's yeah, minus 120. McLaurin's probably. He's the only one you could really count on consistently. So yeah. it's MGM tonight. It's time for a short commercial break. Don't go anywhere, though, because we'll be right back with even more BetMGM Tonight, presented by BetMGM, live from BetQL.